Welcome and thank you so much for tuning in today's anti-diet show, part of the Farah Karamburi podcast. A podcast on a mission to equip busy professional women to lose weight permanently by creating healthier habits. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner, an author and founder of Deep Body Health, a leading nutrition coaching program designed to achieve results by fo- focusing on making simple habit changes. In each episode, I will bring you ideas on how to create these habits without going on short-term fat diets or taking weight loss pills or shakes to achieve your weight loss. So grab a cuppa or take me with you for a walk as I guide you through to achieving permanent weight loss results. Karen Buri, I'm your host, Deep Health Practitioner, keynote speaker and the founder of Deep Body Health, the leading nutrition coaching program for professional busy women wanting to lose weight permanently. So today's topic we are going to talk about struggle with your weight loss during pandemic, during this lockdown, for the particularly for the UK audience um, as the entire country. Uh, seems to be in a lockdown that doesn't seem to have an end date to it. And you may be thinking, or you may have put a pause on your health and fitness here, thinking that I just simply cannot do this. I simply can't, um, you know, if I haven't got a gym membership, I can't do workouts. If I haven't actually got um, the uh, motivation or discipline, I'm just going to wait till this is over. But maybe this has gone on for longer than you think, hasn't it? It actually probably has for most of us. What began with like the three or six week lockdown then had that impact on us initially last year in uh, March, April on our, on our businesses, on our work, on our kids' education. Everything was affected, still is. And we are coming up to, well, we're coming end of January now and we're heading to almost an anniversary of lockdown um, for some people really. They felt unwell in January last year but didn't quite know what it was. We're now entering, um, like I said, towards the end of the year where lockdown is concerned. And there isn't a specific date yet given to us when we're going to be out, which can seem all really depressing and very long-winded because the biggest thing we miss is seeing our families, giving them a hug, that contact that we have with our friends um, is all on hold. While you're not getting any of those kind of um, satisfactions or fulfillment from other things that you're normally used to seeing other people having a chat having those conversation and all through zoom you may also put your um, weight loss in on on hold or perhaps you've gained a few pounds perhaps you've never had this issue in the first place you, you were absolutely fine and you're happy with the way you were and now you find yourself kind of 20 pounds heavier I was talking to someone earlier um, not earlier today, earlier in the week, and they had been on this uh, weight loss journey. They'd been really uh, uh, happy with the way they were. You know, they didn't ha- go for a specific size or anything like that, but they just wanted to be more healthier. Um, this particular girl she does digital marketing, and she found herself. Re- she found herself that last year she, it was a real struggle for her to stay doing what she had been doing the previous six months to achieve that 20 pound loss she in fact she had actually she'd lost more than 20 but she'd gained 20 pounds in the last year and there's going to be a lot of people that actually resonate with that number perhaps even um and she doesn't feel good anymore you know it's it's almost like back to the square one 
uh, but she knows that there's no end date to this. So how she, how she, can she how can she fast forward some of this and get hold get control over this? So I wrote a post about this yesterday. If you are struggling to gain control over your eating habits while coping with a very very long lockdown, continue to listen. We had an accountability call on Tuesday, Monday night, uh, and this is exactly what my, we and my client discussed, you know, and we came up with a few solutions that we thought they will resonate with you as well. And I always like to share things that are happening with real people, um, and my clients are real people. So my clients, who are they? Well, they're busy professional women. They are either single moms, they may be married, they may live on their own, they may have teenage kids, they may have businesses and teenage kids. They have cats and dogs and pretty much everything else that everyone has in terms of looking after their homes. So a lot of compound uh, workload in terms of their load for the day, whether that's physical or, or emotional or f um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, stressful. The load is there. Right? No one's waking up thinking, well, this is going to be a nice, easy, breezy day. Not, not many people are, are waking up thinking that. So, so my client's a busy, busy, busy woman. She's a busy woman. They all kind of they all work, and they work long hours, full time mainly. Or they may be doing courses, or they they are doing self development. So they're all on a journey. Now they've been on a weight loss journey pre the lockdown. Some joined through the lockdown. And they have mentioned this uh, uh, more than on more than a few occasions that it's been really hard. One, because it's winter. So the difference between last lockdown, the first one was that we had a lovely weather. And that makes kind of a lot of difference, doesn't it? Because we could go out. We could go outside. And we also had this rule of six. So it was a little more lenient. Um, now, we could sit here and complain about why the rules are like that. But last night's news confirmed the UK was one of the number one countries to have exceeded over 100,000 deaths. Um, don't quote me on that number, but I heard that and it, it kind of made me stop. Again, I don't listen to news. We were actually watching a food. Pro we love watching food programs in this house. And we were watching home cooking, I believe, last night. And as it finished, the 10 o'clock news just rolled over and the TV was just playing in the background while we... Um, my husband and my son, we were just chatting about something uh, to do with that program we just watched. Um, but it made me stop and listen uh, because the number was huge. And even my son stopped and listened and, and then I turned it off. And then the, the, the news followed on showing deaths of people and the families that are left behind. And it, was, it, it just started to get quite morbid and sad. And I did turn it off because I, I like to have boundaries when it comes to things like this, particularly when my child is present there as well. Um, and he started to, when he gets nervous, he starts to pick on his nails. And I could see that he was looking at the TV, but actually doing that. So very quickly, I, di I did turn the TV off. But obviously, I'd taken some of it in. So did he. And hence, I'm still remembering and actually sharing that with you now. So it has been a really, really tough time for some families. It's been absolutely devastating. Um, and even though you may not have the virus, but if your family has it that you can't go and talk to, you can't actually help them. That makes it the situation even more stressful for you. And to top it all up, you're on a weight loss journey and you are going to struggle to do this. That's the reality. So what do you do when you have almost all the conditions that you had right in at one time are not so right? So the environment's changed. It's difficult. It's, it's challenging. And not to mention the homeschooling. So people with homeschooling, parents with homeschooling. It is for sure a difficult one where you are, you, your workload is just increased. So you've still got to do your work, but you are, but something's going to give. And m mainly women, 
they just t- they cut out their own things. They cut out meal prepping. They'll cut out exercising. They'll cut out relaxation. They'll cut out things like baths. So what you just need to look at is your whole week and try and figure out where can you fit it in. So that's the kind of tips I want to give you in a minute. So if you are self-resonating with what I've just said, um, here are some tips that are going to help you to understand actually how can you maybe damage control versus trying to really lose the weight, right? For some people, you're going to carry on doing what you're doing. If you feel comfortable, carry on. That this message isn't for them. For the others that struggle to stay on track or to lose weight in this particular pandemic, come from, firstly, my first tip is to be kind to yourself and understand your current situation. What is your current situation? Has your, you know, has a lot of things changed since January the 4th? Because you, you might be a parent of two children and trying to uh, homeschool them. And, you know, so my, my tip to one of my clients was you're going to email the school and tell them that the assignments cannot be, you know, can't be sent back. Now, the school, remember, the, for the schools, this is all new as well. So they set homework as usual. They've set everything. And suddenly we find ourselves not only homeschooling, but also doing the homework afterwards. In our house, we don't do that. We literally just go through live lessons. Uh, and I've put those boundaries in, in place myself because I only have, I can only give this much. And that's it. And I've let the school know. Yes, maybe he hasn't sent all the assignments back. So he may have that effect. But to be honest, sometimes the mental effect is more than the academic effect that's going to happen. So you're going to have to be smart here and make a choice. If you didn't hand in this particular assignment, for example, yesterday in catering, there was an assignment which was about making seven different uh, cups of teas and coffees and deciding which drink should you have occasionally um, so like coke and pepsi and caffeinated drinks what should you have regularly what's once a week and you had to make these characters and send them back and although during the lesson he drew that just to make a little rough note the teacher wanted it more you know worked on and she said to put effort into it so that did not get sent because that requires working after half past three and my son is not willing to put any more of his day plus I'm not either um, because I have a business I have uh, my clients to look after I have people that I'm talking to every single day who need my help so we have to make a cutoff point somewhere but you can't keep feeling guilty about it you have to make a decision and then from there you need to move forward with that you know it's okay sometimes not to be the person who is ticking all the boxes and you know at what expense if you've let yourself go completely and you're like no my child's education comes first I'm going to get to do every single thing and you're just literally sitting there bashing 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 all of these assignments but then you find yourself exhausted at three now you've got to do your own work cook food obviously dinner whatever and now the situation is a little tough for you so where you don't know where the end date of this is is this how you plan to run your week so that's the first point understand your current situation if you are planning if you're like yes well I don't care what she's saying I want to do this then understand that you're going to have to put your weight loss and your own journey on hold for an infinitive amount of time and allow yourself to immerse in your child's education second thing is lockdown isn't an excuse to eat more however food provides comfort and as we can't get comfort from anywhere else in this pandemic, and we're normally seeing people gives us, you know, reason to chat, reason to be out, reason to do things. 
hence I encourage going out at least for 30 minutes to be around nature. It is an excuse to eat more, but it does provide comfort. However, the, the biggest tip here is to make better choices, is to bring home better choices. Like I literally bang on about this a lot because a lot of things can improve by you making those better choices. So bringing home, so if you bring him crisps and you've found yourself, you know, why am I eating this? Maybe bring in the slightly better crisps if, if that's where you're at. It depends where you're at. If you never bring crisps home, don't go buying any other crisp now because I've said this, right? <laughs> that's not what I mean. If you don't bring crisp home, just leave it. I don't bring crisps home. We don't have them. Um, but if you do bring crisps home and you buy the ones which are like saturated in oil, they are trying to make them better now slightly. But think about, well, I think I'm going to buy these, I don't know what they're called. Uh, there's different varieties now. You can get quinoa crisps and other crisps with slightly better quality with the less um, harmful, let's say, uh, ingredients in it. Um, that's just in there. And then if you're bringing home a lot of biscuits, maybe could you swap that for more fruit? Uh, could you bring something which is lower in calories, even though the Kellogg's bars and things like that don't really rate that much? But you do know that if you do, you know, if you're having a, a, a Mars bar, for example, let's take a, an extreme example here, you may want to swap that for something which is more of a, a skinny bar of some kind. Although I don't, I don't rate them because there's a lot of sweeteners and other things in it, but like an alternative. But the best thing would be you swapped it for a handful of grapes because it's natural, has natural sugars in it, and actually it will satisfy. It's just you deciding to make that switch. So making those small changes that we were talking versus, you know, I'm going to work out for an hour and do a lot of hit training right now. And I'm going to, it's about actually just creating the right atmosphere so it can actually see you through that. I was actually talking to another lady on my messenger and she was saying the stress of homeschooling means that she's starting to eat a lot more. Because what happens when you're stressed? Your carbohydrates, what you need. And where, where is carbs? Everywhere. No one's going to go and get ahead of broccoli. And start eating that when you're stressed, are you? you? It doesn't happen. You're not going to go get boiled eggs and start eating those. You might do, though. If you do get stressed, you open your cupboard and guess what? There are chopped up veggies in it because you prepared them on Saturday and Sunday. Or there is boiled eggs in it. One of my clients actually boils 12 eggs at the start of the day, at the start of the week. And she has them throughout the week, right? That's a snack. It's her preparing. I am going to get bored. I am going to get triggered. I am going to get stressed more than once in a day, what do I do when that happens? What do I do when I've had my third, fourth coffee? Actually, that's not enough. I need it. Or I have a coffee and then with a the coffee, I need to dunk something in. All of these are habits that we're talking about. So how do you make them slightly better choices? If you've had too much caffeine, it's affecting your sleep. The next day, you're not refreshed, meaning that you are going to struggle and make poor choices. So thinking about maybe switching to decaf, right? So less caffeine in it. There's, there are small things that you can actually do versus doing big gestures right now and giving up the whole alcohol or having a sober January and sober February when you've drunk the whole last year and now you're going to really struggle. Now, some people will stay on that, but it's not the way of life. If you, if you drink and you love having a glass of wine, why would you deprive yourself in a whole month? Because you're trying to cut back. It's all or nothing attitude doesn't work. All or nothing attitude doesn't work. Most people do this. Either I'm on it or I'm off it. Don't be on it or off it. What's actually, yesterday Chandler said something and I, I should have written that down. Um, my guest, expert guest yesterday, he said, I asked him, you know, what's your opinion on people who are on it and off it? And he said, don't be on it or don't be off it, but do continue to 
just find a solution that can work for you for long term. He didn't say those words. I can't remember. His line was perfect. Um, and I love that. Literally love that line. So by not bringing some of those foods home, you're going to eliminate the guilt. It's not great after you've had a, a really shit day all day, right? You've done your homeschooling. You've done everything. Now you sit down and you have a bar of chocolate and a glass of wine and then you feel guilty. It's not a good feeling. Then you self-sabotage and then you think, you know what, bugger this. I'm not going to. I Look at me. I'm never going to lose this weight. Now you're down in the dumps. So, But if you didn't have those kind of foods at home because you can't keep away from them, the red foods, remember the red foods we talk about, then just simply don't bring them home. We talked about Bulletproof Kitchen um, uh, in my group yesterday. Was it in my group yesterday? Actually, in a post as well, I kind of forget. It's all like I, I write content every single day and I do lives every single day apart from weekends. I do guest experts once a week and also go live in my group, which is more of an in-depth topic about a particular solution. So we talked about family meals actually yesterday evening in my group, Permanent Weight Loss for Professional Women. Um, and, you know, be, maybe be part of a group like that because maybe listening to that, you will get ideas. You will find your way of doing things in your house even if you took one thing away that one thing that you've learned will actually enhance your lifestyle again if you are a heavy drinker or you've been drinking more than you think the best way of finding out is when is your bin day just have a little walk past people's homes the little blue boxes outside the amount of bottles in the weekdays used to be hardly any but now those are spilling out spilling out of there right and well, probably all of have, uh, most of us who, people who drink have had more drink than they usually have. So think about trying, again, eliminating isn't the answer, you see. Because what happens once you're finished? What are you going to do then in February? If you have actually kept to that promise of having a sober January, good for you. I don't put myself in situations like that. I find us, I go backwards when I do things like that. Um, so reduce it. So say to yourself, so I am very particular. I say to myself, Friday night, I will have a drink because it's a celebration of the end of the week for me. I, it's not that I've had a hard week, but I've had a challenging week with homeschooling and I'm going to have it. Whether even if I didn't have a challenging week, I'm still having my drink on a Friday night. That's it. And also on Saturday night and occasionally on Sunday night during pandemic. But it's not every single day because it's not in the house. If I'm bringing a small bottle of wine, it's not going to really stretch out three days is it to be honest so think about that so it's about what you're bringing home and that choice when you're standing there and you're like I deserve this I've had a hard week let's let me get the big bottle you know I stand there contemplating and I think if I just take the little bottle as soon as I left the store it wouldn't actually matter once I've got home because with it obviously there's some kind of treat on a Friday night and um, so I make the make the weekend slightly different different but not the entire weekend what a lot of people do is do great work in the week and then the whole weekend they can't stop picking that means they haven't actually worked on their habits they've just worked on deprivation in the week and it's, it's not about this it's about working on your habits understanding before you pick that chocolate do I actually do I really need it is that what I need right now or maybe maybe let me have a, a, a herbal tea or a, a glass of water and see how I go. And maybe I'll have this in the evening, which is more of my trigger point. And I'll have this small amount. Or I'll have the darker chocolate. So better choices, better choices, better choices. And then the takeaway, right? We would, I, there's another post I was commenting on. A, a, fr a friend of we worked together, actually. Sarah was saying, uh, you know, she has... She put herself in uh, little shorts and she worked, She was working out. She said she would never leave the house like that because of cellulite. Um, and she, she just wouldn't. But she was saying how, how she works out. She's in her 40s. She looked amazing. Uh, and she said, I 
don't want to have a super clean week and life because I enjoy my drink and enjoy my cookie. And she'd put a little cookie emoji, a drink, a, a woman that wants to have a life and she has one, right? She has, has a life that's balanced. She works out, but she wants to have a gin. It's absolutely fine to do that. But she has it in moderation. That she's not drinking every single day because she will not be standing there showing that figure that she was. You can see that she has a really good balance about her. And when you achieve that balance, that's bingo. That is like you have won a lottery. And that comes with every single day you making an effort. Every single day you journaling. Every single day you doing some kind of meditation. Every single day you doing some kind of a movement. Movement does not necessarily mean you have to do the gym workout. It could be three 30 minutes hikes a week. It could be three, lots of 10 minutes swimming, as Chandler said yesterday. It could be, it could be whatever you fancy. It could be three lots of jogs in a week, right? Or three lots of weight training in a week. I prefer weight training. I think it gives a great uh, body composition. But again, you've got to start with what you're comfortable with. You can't fit in with other people when you start your journey. So if you're not going to the gym right now and you have nothing at home and you haven't, you know, following any sessions or any kind of thing, then what is the alternative? What can you do? The, the swimming pools are shut yes um and then enjoy your takeaway yeah sorry sarah was saying that maybe i should have takeaway every other week because she might have it every week yeah most people enjoy takeaway every week could be it could be that you want to bring that down maybe you can try and prepare some yummy foods at home there are some really nice recipes guys and actually you can prepare some of this at home bringing the calories to half literally half i promise you i've done this research deep there is a chicken tikka masala from a, 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 um, a takeaway versus one you're making at home. The taste is probably going to be very, very similar, even more authentic if you are if you are making at home, depending on where you got the other one from, the takeaway version. And you are literally cutting down those those fats in particular and whatever the additives are. The, the quality of food that's going to be used in takeaway, unless you tell me any different, it's not going to be as greater as the one you are doing yourself at home. So maybe you have a takeaway type food once a week at home and then genuine takeaway, a fake away once and a takeaway once. Oh, sounds quite good. Um, so that could be another option. So as you have a lot more time on your hands, so why not try and, try and see, let me make Chinese at home today or one of my clients actually who's on her three-week journey now, she's been having... Um, I sent her um, a noom, a noom, a nom, nom, nom re recipe book for her birthday. And she's been having, she's loving it. She's loving making things from there. And they are foods which are um, to be eaten occasionally, but there are things that she can have every day. So she's had a yummy breakfast from there, two or three. I think she's made about four, five, six things from in there. Um, and she sends me photos of when she's made it because that's part of my coaching. I want to see how you're eating. Uh, and she's she's tried these things and she loves them she's like oh my god this is so tasty she's falling in love with food made by her previously perhaps a lot of takeaways were, were in her diet and she had got used to it and literally for her being on the program she thought meant no takeaways no treats but that wasn't the case when she realized well she she lets me have all kinds of food here you know um but i'm advising constantly how can you have this but reduce a little bit of this, increase a bit more of that. And that way she's becoming healthier by the day. She's lost three, four kilos already this month, three kilos at least this month, and has the confidence, actually, I can eat these foods if I was suggesting and are in my recipe book and is enjoying making those foods. And her family is liking those foods as well. So it's like a whole 
win-win situation. But these things come from taking a little time, experimenting and mentally being ready to do to do it. You have to be in the, in the right place to do this. So rather than concentrating how many pounds you've put on, if you're stepping on that dreaded scale, put them scales away because they are ruling your life right now. They tell you, have a good day today. Hello, scales here. What have you done? You've eaten too much. You're two pounds heavier. Mm-mm. Off you go, start starving yourself or, or might, have a, might have an opposite effect. What's the point? doesn't work anyway, so I'm just going to leave it, right? You're going to have one of the two reactions. Or for some of you, it's going to be, right, I'm on track. So when I weigh myself, I'm just checking in to see, am I kind of same? And to be honest, just literally don't move. Literally do not move between 52 and a half and to 53. Occasionally we'll go over it period time you know that's it that is my check-in this is it my clothes are my check-in right myself I know how things are fitting do occasionally get into your jeans guys I know we are uh, a zoom nation now so lower half is pajamas always and just changing the upper half <laughs> I'm about to do a, a workout and um, so I did one this morning as well so that's hence I'm dressed like that and I don't dress like this every single day but yeah, definitely on the bottom, you know, people are nice and comfy. And when you don't realize when you have to wear your normal clothes when we're out, like jeans, they might be a bit too tight. So every now and then get in your jeans and, and then sit with them for a little bit. <laughs> so rather than considering how many pounds you're putting on or not losing, try and see if you can kind of maintain at the moment what you have. Okay. And if you lost some, it's, it's, it's a kind of a bonus. But concentrate on the habits that you're doing daily. Are you having more vegetables? Are you having your vitamin D intake enough? I'm going to talk about that tomorrow, actually. Vitamin D and who's at risk, who needs more, who needs less. Um, look out for the post that will go out today on this. I wrote about it this morning. Are you drinking enough water? Are you maybe just, look, if you used to have a bath once a day, have it every single day. My son has been having a bath every single day. That's how he starts his day. It relaxes him before the school starts. Now, this won't be possible when we are rushing to get to school for half past eight. But it is possible when he wakes up at eight, a quarter past eight, his bath has run and it's nice and warm and he gets in there. And that's how he starts his day. And that's absolutely fine. My other son has a bath in the middle of the day. It's a new thing. Neither of them used to have baths before lockdown. But if you need to have a bath every single night because you want to relax, because you've had a hard day, just do it. If you need to have a glass of wine every single night, do it. Just have the glass of wine. Make sure it's a good quality one. Make sure that it's not disturbing your sleep. And also what's happening the rest of your day as well. Does it fit in with your daily? If, if my client said, I'm, I'm absolutely having a glass of wine every single night, I'm going to say, let's, let's put it in. Let's fit it in there. I'm not going to say don't have it. Unless you're perimenopausal, menopausal, there is the, the increase of alcohol can affect the hot flashes and some of your, your hormones. So it's, it's advisable to, to keep it low, but not to give up completely so hopefully some of these tips have helped you to come away from the guilt shame the self-sabotage the vicious circle this horrible vicious circle where you just sit in for ages you know just see what you what can you do what can you change and what can you increase sometimes it's not about giving up food it's about having more of something i.e more vegetables and more protein that keeps you satisfied more water maybe even if glass a day is extra it's going to be better than zero so that's what I want to talk about today. In the midst of lockdown, I hope these tips have been helpful and it has resonated with you. Thank you so much for being with me. I'm going to check up on the homeschooling. 
my 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 mind is upstairs thinking is he on his phone or is he concentrating anyway have a great day guys thank you for your company and i will see you tomorrow Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Anti-Diet Show. If you have some time, please leave me a review so I can help more busy professional women like you to create healthy habits in order to change lives. Thank you.